this week on the Danny Brown Show. All press is good press if you know how to handle it and come back from it. Oh, God. See, I, I started COVID, Danny. Because they were sucking the same cucumbers, switching saliva and shit. I started COVID. Look at my face. That is white people shit. <laughs> Danny Brown just love his dog like a white man. It's the Danny Brown Show. Sit back, relax, you already know why you make studios. It's the Danny Brown Show. We about to get live. Let's go. It's the Danny Brown Show. Sit back, relax, you already know why you make studios. It's the Danny Brown Show. We about to get live. Let's go. Yo, 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 what up, doe? Coming to you live from Austin, Texas at Wild Me Studios, it's the Danny Brown Show. I got the booth boys with me. How y'all fellas doing? Hey, yo. What up? What's up? I'm so happy for this episode. I got my boy in the house. Hey. No, that didn't miss the throw that ass yourself. We Hold got B-King, H-Town. What it do, what it do, what it yo. do, man? Y'all don't know if this is my dog right here, man. People don't know. We go back like almost 10 years ago. You yeah, know what I'm man. Saying? This is my boy right here, man. How you been, man? You looking good and shit? Hey, man. I just lost 51 pounds. You been dieting and shit? I've been, I've been intermediate fasting and then I switched into OMED. Because if motherfuckers don't, I got to let the motherfuckers know, man. You the yeah. fucking shrimp eating king. Oh, yeah. If there was ever a motherfucking shrimp eating <laughs> challenge... Man, we used to go to Papa Do's. This motherfucker ordered the fucking large shrimp. What they get, you know, I, I, I hear. two large shrimp. That's what I'm saying. I was about to say That's that. Right. This nigga be like, fuck the fries. Don't give me I no fries. I would eat the fries, too, on certain certain days. I watched this nigga eat like 50 shrimp, man. I was amazed. I've never seen nobody do that. I still do, do it, though. Every once in a while on cheat days, I give me a large. But they don't have large shrimps at Papa Do's no more. They only have medium. For real? They done cut back. They cut back. Yo ass put them. You was putting them out of business. Well, see, no, <laughs> I'm the only one was buying that shit. So everybody else, that's like, that's too much shrimp for normal people. You actually told me, like, man, I, I actually think I had iodine poison one time, man. Hey, on guard. <laughs> I stood up and was dizzy. I was like, wait, is this what Pimp C was talking yeah, about? Yeah, we just thought it was a I said, no, you stand up, you get dizzy. Like, that shit real. Iodine poison. No shit. So you got the new album out. She won't leave Houston. Man, you know what I'm saying it's um, it's my most important album to me. It's still the same club ratchet ass hood rat shit. Mm-hmm. But I went through so much to get this out. You know what I'm saying? Like dealing with major label situations and you know getting out that situation and all that. But um, finally got it out. You know what I'm saying? And, she it's, won't leave Houston. What's the what's the story behind that title, man? <laughs> man, honestly, bro, just being in the nightlife in Houston, man, I run into so many women, man, and they, a lot of females move to Houston, mm-hmm. and they get caught up in Houston. You know what I'm saying? Houston, it's a lot of money out there, and it's, it moves real fast. They get caught up in nightlife, the, the strip club culture, the... You know what I'm saying? Being bottle girls, linking up with these rappers, basketball players, pimps, all that. And then a month later, they homeless. What? And I just be like, I don't be understanding how bitches can come to Houston and become homeless. There's so much money out there. That don't make sense to me. Like, handicapped parking at a skating ring. If motherfuckers don't know, you the strip club king. My homie actually um, had a crazy story. He went to the strip club, which he's like, man, the bitches was tipping him. Hey, man. He was the king of that bitch, man. Hey, you know what, though? 
<laughs> that's, that's actually happened before. That's actually happened before. But I peep. I guess because of the music I yeah, make. Yeah, They say they, they. I don't be needing money. Yeah, you was making so much. Um, I go in there and they just be like, yeah, because they dancing play for me like like it's a a privilege for them. Like, oh my God, I've made so many bags off your music, mm-hmm. Club God, the Emperor. Let me just dance for you for free. And I just be like, bitch, you do that for all the rappers. So I don't, I don't try to act like I'm special. Man, you've been killing it, man. You've been working with a lot of heavy hitters and shit. Man, you always been one of my motherfucking favorite producers, though, man. Ain't nobody, because yeah, you remind me of like Salute, a, salute. Like, do you be mixing your own shit? Yeah. Yeah, I knew yeah, it, man, because yeah. don't nobody bass it harder than club gods, man. Yeah, I swear man. to God, your shit be rumbling. I used I, to be- I mix my music for the club. Yeah. I, mean, I don't care about how it looks level-wise on the screen and all that, long as the bass is hidden and I'm not peeking. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. So with this new album, man, um, so it's still club god shit. You it's know still club saying, god shit. It's, it's still, you know what I'm saying, it's it's actually more ratchet than ever. You know what I'm saying? I'm um, like, I just want nothing but college hoes bumping. <laughs> so are you excited to be back independent and shit? I am. I am, man. Um, like I say, um, on the outro of all my albums, I just, I just talk to my fans for about 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes, you know what I'm saying? And you know, on this side, I might break it down about, you know, before, you know, then leave, get that bread, get that head. But before that shit came out, I was independent for 10 whole years. That's mm-hmm. when me and Danny met each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Independent, 10 whole years, and I ran my program the way I ran it. You know what I'm saying? I would shoot the videos I want, drop whenever I want, and all that. And when you sign to a major, it's so many different people you have to have on the same page with you. You can't just drop when you want to. You have to... Get in the song months ahead of time so they can try to go pitch it for playlisting or mm-hmm. do this, do this. And you'll turn a song and they be like, man, this shit is dope, but it'd be dope if you could get Glorilla on it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just be like, you know, I, <laughs> I, I may not want a feature all the time. You know what I'm saying? Major labels really try to push them features on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They try to push them features on you all the time. And like I say, I never talk down. On Columbia, because I met a lot of real niggas there. Mm-hmm. People who still fuck with me still help me out. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I just realized the major label thing for me, it's not for me. It's not for me. And I don't think it's no amount of money, I think, that would make me <laughs> go back. Because <laughs> they do try to throw that bag in you. When, you. when you get to popping with that one song, they be like, hey. Yeah, but I feel like for the most part, just Texas artists in general, it's like y'all got y'all own world here anyway. And sure. I feel like y'all was like, it's like a few cities like y'all, the Bay. Honestly, bro, I don't know no broke Texas artists. Yeah, because y'all got your own world here. Like, y'all could just tour Texas. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. No, y'all could fucking just tour Texas, Oklahoma and Texas shit. Texas big as hell, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't just know no. I recently just played Oklahoma, well, maybe like a year ago. I played Oklahoma my first time. I know Oklahoma that's like your second just like home. Texas. Yeah, just I know. Like Texas. You know what I'm saying? They got the weed now. I was, I was like, what? I ain't know it was fucking legal with the weed. I ain't know Oklahoma was like it's, it's, a, it's, it's hood a, out there. Oh, it's hood as fuck. It's a lot of Midwest cities that give me Texas energy. You know, I guess because I get so much yeah, love, like definitely. Oklahoma and Kansas City and St. Louis mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying, Cleveland. You know, you know them places like that, man. You know, it's they right in the middle of the country, so it's 
place like Kansas City, man, you'll hear some one of my songs, then you'll, you'll bust out with a Tech Nine song. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Out of nowhere. You know what I'm Straight saying? up. Tech Nine? You know I guess because that's just, uh, to me at West, I mean, just pretty much like the South. Mixing it's, pot. It's, it's a big um, strip club scene, too, as well. You know, where. Oh, you know, I wouldn't say I so mean, much. See, you're from Houston, so y'all strip clubs don't compare. The asses out here, you know what I'm saying? Well, in Houston, the motherfucking donker donks out there, man, it's just different level. Everybody got the BBL. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? In Houston, man, it it it, it be a lot of real ass. It don't be no fix a flat walking around in Houston like that. Now nah, you got a couple. You got you got you got some nice BBLs out there in the H. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, man, them Houston bitches been eating right their whole life, man. Houston, you know Houston black women. <laughs> Houston black women always been top tier to me. Like the, sure. the, the black women in Houston, you know, I, I would get Detroit their credit too. We got some nice ones in Detroit too. Yeah, Detroit, them, them and, and it's DC. I, I would say three. That's what would be my top three of. You can get you a nice thick them out there, man. No, you know what I'm sure. saying? So, for sure, for sure. So yeah, man, I'm so, excited your ass is here, man. Thank you for pulling up, man. Hey, man, you I know. told you, I said I'm a big fan of the show. I gotta pull up, man. I was like, wait, you in Austin too, nigga? Yeah, I've been out street. here for, for a few years, man. You supposed to been pulled up on your boy, man. Yeah, man, it, it's it was it was it's, it was the right it needed to be the right time. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Well, right now it's the right time. Like I said, I'm independent and all the money is mine again. So I'm doing everything. And even all. on some other shit, I feel like you was like one of the first ones that was. You know, with the um, female rappers now starting to really crack, like you was one of the first ones really like super embracing them, man. So, you know, like, I, I, I have a little joke with my team. <laughs> I was like, I'm a female rapper. <laughs> but like, all the this type of music I make, the my fan base is all women. Like, I'm like a female rapper. You know what I'm saying? That's why I think a lot of labels didn't know what to do with me or how to market me because they just like, it's like, you're a female rapper, but you're a guy, but it's like your energy is like a, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, when you a guy, you make club music, a lot of labels don't really know how to market that. So, like I said, I'm glad I'm back independent because I know exactly how to. And especially everything is so, um, you know, so internet, social media based now, as far as mm-hmm. how, how they judge impressions and, and how motherfuckers doing with their music. Your shit is outside. Nah, Your for shit sure, is man. in the cars. Your shit is in in, in the clubs real, and shit. It's real emotion. It, it's not. It's not that bought. It's not. It's not bots. It's not bought. Mm-hmm. It's not none of that fake ass shit. And I ain't knocking that, you know, because you know them, them niggas that be getting that fake ass, them fake ass looks. That shit start blending in with they real looking. It, it didn't make sense after a while, and yeah. that shit turn their ass up. But my shit always been real. Like you, um, you gonna hear my shit when you go outside. You gonna hear it in the clubs. You gonna hear it at basketball games. You gonna hear when a, a car full of bitches pull up at a gas station and shit. You gonna hear my shit outside for real, like that. That's you know the funniest shit to me because they always be talking about like the top rappers and shit like that. They be like, "But we don't hear him out. He ain't outside. We don't hear that shit in the club. You the club god, like hey, motherfuckers. Man. Your shit is slapping everywhere, you man. You gonna hear me? And you for the most part, me. I guess it's it's different cultures everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So I feel like like you know like. Motherfuckers ain't getting sturdy to your shit in New York. So yeah, they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like in New York, in New York, and that used to be my problem. You know, around when, when we first met, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That was like what 2013 ish, 14 ish. Like people knew my song, but they ain't know me. They didn't know that it was my shit. Mm-hmm. So you could play my song in Miami, the whole club going nuts. They don't know I'm standing right there. Yeah, exactly. In, in New York, I had that problem right now. In New York, you know what I'm saying? Like. They'll play my shit in New York or Jersey. Everybody going nuts. 
but they don't know who Beat King is. Mm-hmm. They know the song, though, you know what I'm saying? So getting back independent, I could really get back into turning up my likeness and everybody realizing who the fuck I was because I was doing that cucumber shit. That had me lit. That had <laughs> yeah, me lit. Everybody was, was like, crazy, oh, man. this nigga's crazy, You son. was wilding with that shit. I was, man, the motherfuckers was having cucumber parties, man. Like, man, yeah. was bitches sucking the same cucumbers? Yeah, oh, y'all, yeah. oh, my God, these bitches disgusting. Oh, God. See, I, I started COVID, Danny. <laughs> because they were sucking the same cucumbers, switching saliva and shit. I started COVID. That cucumber shit was viral as fuck. That shit was nuts man it was like, it was crazy and um it really helped me with my music but that's something i couldn't do today yeah they canceled the fuck out of me today that to shit was wild man i, I yeah. feel like for the most part that's how i was able to resonate with you so much that's why when i first heard your music i reached out off rip like man hey you, no for sure you the truth boy hey, hey, you know what's crazy i was when you reached out to me I was like, wait, is this really him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait, this nigga, you know what I'm saying? Is this really him? Because it was crazy because your video had just went off MTV Jam. The uh, one with you walking around the house and the- uh, 25 bucks. The, yes. Mm-hmm. Had just went off MTV. I said, wait, this nigga Danny just hit me. And I said, man, I know it's him because the song he like is one of the weird beats I made. <laughs> so I know that- And with that, my twerk shit, it's my weird shit. And I was you know like, for you, like, I know, I know what, was it a thing where he's like, this weird rap motherfucker like my shit? Or it was like- it, it, I say you were one of the first artists that hit me where it was starting to make me realize that you don't know who's listening mm-hmm. to your music. You may think it's for ratchet hoes, but I've always, like with me, I'm not just a ratchet club artist. That's what I'm known for. That's what make me all my money. But I'm a lyricist. I can really No, yeah, rap. no ass got bars. It's just I realize bitches don't want to learn trigonometry in the club. You know what I'm saying? They want to hear a beat that a drunk bitch will like, put it with a hook that a drunk bitch will like, and you're going to win every summer. And that's mm-hmm. just how I've been doing it. But if I ever have to rap, I can. No, you can rap, yeah. So I have these albums that have come out, and Pitchfork will give them high ratings and all that. And that's how I met a lot of rappers. You know what I'm saying? They're like, man... I thought you was this way, but then I hear a whole album you did with Gangsta Boo and you rapping this way. And I'm like, man, that's because I'm I'm 38, bro. I'm not 18. Like, I'm cut from the old school. I know how to Yeah, rest in peace, Boo, that. man. That's my big sis for yeah, real. Yeah, I know, man. I had a, I've spent a lot of time with Gangsta Boo, man. We've done a lot of festivals together, man. She was always, mm-hmm. we always hung out, had a good time, man, so... That, that really kind of hit me hard too, she man. She's one of them real ass niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like I say in this industry, you know, uh, probably only 15 percent of everybody you meet gonna really be yeah, 100 in your humble, body. Super she nice, one of them real ass niggas. That's why I fucked with her. The way she, she was, you wouldn't even believe she was against the boo. It was like, man, like you a legend, like you know what I'm saying? She would always be was super big nice to me, man. Chilling, this would just be like chilling. Like I remember uh, with 2018, we was uh, working on our second album together. And she came to my house for a week, and she was just staying in my house. And I just couldn't believe that she was just so chill. We've mm-hmm. hung hundreds of times, but I was just like, Gangsta Boo really in my house eating sandwiches and shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a real normal bitch. You know Last what I'm saying? time like, I hung out with her, we was in Portugal. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was, on, played, I was uh, on some different money. <laughs> yeah, no. She was in Portugal with um. She was, I forgot, she running was Jews, cause probably because she- No, nah, she wasn't running Jews. She was with um, another female like DJ type shit. 
Uh, she was speaking with Fox, them. probably. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, R.I.P. to her, too. We had hung out. She took me to this crazy party, man. But even that, with everything I went down with her, man, it was an eye-opening experience for me, man. Like, man, you know? It's just one of them things. If, if you in that world, then yeah. that was my nigga. She was. She yeah. was in that world. If you in that world... You just gotta be careful. Literally, you know what I'm saying? you yeah. gotta be careful because it, it's some bad shit out here right now. And she was literally super underrated in oh, some yeah. sense because, like, far as like female rappers go, like she was like she a legend, like I said, and, and just she could really fucking rap. We would joke about this shit because my thing is she was a real motherfucker, you know. And she was like, man, the shit that's going on right now, I'm like, man, you ain't gotta tell me. Your DNA is all in it. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? The way they definitely. hop on these beats, the way they. The, the triplet style, all that shit. As far as the woman, she started that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that was big sis for real. You know what I'm saying like and all the shit y'all made was crazy. She um she helped me so much in my career. That's why she's hanging up in my house right now. You know what I'm saying? Like she helped me a lot. You know what I'm saying? Before I linked up with her, I was just a pop that pussy man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When I started doing music with her, it made people respect me. As an artist, you know what I'm saying? The music we made, the the projects we dropped, you know what I'm saying? We um we just never had situations for them. If we ever would have signed to something or had like situations for them, it would have been just as crazy as Run the Jews. And that's and the crazy part that, about you know it. Saying? Because that lets you know her range. Where she was mm-hmm. able to work with somebody like you and a fucking Run the Jewels. Like yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? That's pretty much time. worlds apart. And, and still, Eminem. And yeah. she, she has songs, a song with Eminem and Yellow Wolf, you know, so and outcast, like yeah, my big sis was a legend, man. Yeah, definitely a legend, man. Shouts you know what out, shout out to shout out to Lola. Rest in peace, Gangsta Boo. All right, man, we're jumping to some of these acts, Danny's man. You can hit me up, Danny at the Danny Brown Show dot com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show dot com. First up, we got newsworthy album drop. Ask Danny. Hey, Danny. In recent years, I've become a big fan of fellow Detroit rapper Bodie James. Shouts out to Bodie, killing it. I saw recently he got in a very bad car crash. I noticed a couple of days later he released a new album. I'm not insinuating that there is some kind of conspiracy here, but this made me wonder if rappers or any musicians do things to get themselves in the news just before they drop new music. I noticed that some people say happens. The biggest example probably being Kanye. But I was curious if there's any validity to this claim. Thanks for all the entertainment. Keep them high and tight. Nick from Sacramento. I would definitely say in Bodie's case, that was definitely not the, the case. Motherfucker ain't damn near, you know, risking a life for an album drop, but I would say some of these major labels, they definitely put together some type of schemes and scams. Oh, I was God. actually I actually, you know, seen a situation where like um they have like fake relationships. Like get with like a, a top pop star and shit like that. They ain't really together. That's just for them to get the look and shit, to get their name out there. You know, it's a couple artists situations that's been like that that I've known of. So um I feel like you would know a little bit about this being more to me, man. I ain't man, being signed to a major I realize that everybody, everybody wants to make money. Everybody has bills. So they will ask you to do anything <laughs> to pay them bills, bro. They'll ask you to do anything. You know what I'm saying? You don't drink? Oh, okay. Well, shit, man. You have this sponsor if you just hold this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's labels, like, they just need that bag. They, You know what I'm saying? They want you to stream. That's all they care about. Yeah. So if you getting in a relationship with somebody popping or, hell, you almost getting shot or dying, they're like, man, you didn't die, though, and those streams are going up, man. So maybe you need to go to a more dangerous city next next week. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Get them streams. 
I mean, it's all about the algorithm for them motherfuckers. That's all the impressions about. and shit like that, man. So, like, even that fucking term where um, no press is bad press type shit. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just don't agree with that, yeah. man. It's, it's it's all about your name and, you know. It's about what you stand for. You at know the end saying? of the day, you you know, especially motherfuckers, you got kids and shit. You, mm-hmm. you leaving a legacy behind. And, you know, some, some, some artists, man, the type of stunts and shit they pulled and shit like that, that shit overrides the music. I think that phrase, it, it just needs a little part behind it you know what i'm saying all press isn't good press. all press is good press if you know how to handle it and come back from it and mm-hmm. turn it into something else because you can get involved in something bad let's just say you you a rapper and you find yourself in an r kelly situation ain't yeah. nothing good about nothing that good press about that shit. you can't turn that press around nothing None of that you know what i'm saying so all press ain't good press you know no, what i'm saying like not. it ain't like I said, I've, I've seen a lot of artists have come and go, and just the stunts and all the shit they pull has override their music, and you don't even think about the music. You think about that time they did that dumbass shit. No, have you just seen them Island Boys kissing? Yeah. I saw that on accident, man. Shout out to fucking academics for posting that whole ass shit. I don't know what's you know going what on with that, man. That's... But that's the, that just shows you, like, people be like, man, I got to get back in people's face, man. I got I to gotta do something that's going to capture their attention and make them care and that's that saying? was and creepy man they were it, really, it was very creepy they was like dropping tongue too like i mean i guess they like you say man they, what's even creepier about it you gotta sit there and think they probably fucked up like two times let's do it one more time uh, <laughs> they did like three takes they did like, a couple takes a couple takes of that shit oh my god it's never that serious though man i mean i feel like with them man they were always like you know reaching for that viral success yeah. And then when that song kind of popped off, it got way bigger than they probably ever could imagine because they yeah. were like literally like celebrities at that time, and they've 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 seen the drop off, you know, and you know shit hasn't been. They just want to keep themselves in the news and shit, and it's I, like I think anybody from that era is kind of having a hard time right now. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody that the face full of tattoos, the SoundCloud era, I think that. And it's not their fault. Music change. You know, times change. It'll probably be lit for them again in about three or four more years. You know what I'm saying? But everybody from that kind of 07-ish, I mean 2017-ish, 16-ish wave, you know what I'm saying? Right now, you know, music then kind of went to something else. And it, it, goes, made, and, and it goes back to what I was saying. To, yeah. It goes back to what I was saying in that sense of that they're so used, I mean, they, they so thirsty for catching the viral moment that they not thinking about, you know, the future with the shit. Like, you can play Beat King songs from five years ago that still slap in the club like it came out yesterday. Like, they not thinking yeah. about that kind of shit. They just thinking about what's hitting for right now. And the whole point of it is, is like, you want to make classic shit, man. Shit classic that's gonna fucking, shit. Shit that's going to fucking be able gonna, to play any fucking shit, era. It's going to put your kids in school. Yeah. And, oh, it's, it's, and like I said, I hate to start signing. Like, I'll I be... Catching myself, I be like, man, I sound like an old nigga now. I be, I, I'm, I'm, I, I embraced it. Me, yeah, I embrace it too. Fuck you know that. what I'm saying? I am the old hater. They want to call a, me the old head. Hey, I am bro, that nigga. I be sitting there like somebody got to make it cool. I be like, y'all not finna jam this in in in, 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 in one year. No, exactly, exactly. You're That's why not. they got to release so much fucking music. They can't. They got to release an album every three months because that shit is like microwave popcorn. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. Burnt microwave popcorn at that. Let me quit talking. Hey, I do sound bro. like the old hater. Hey, it's it's not your fault, bro. We, we, we just cut from different shit, man. We I just from, 
I grew up and I want to be the fucking. Um, I love this new shit. Though. Don't get it fucked up. I love this new shit. I love a lot of the new shit. I love all this. You know new what shit. I'm saying? But it's when I hear it, I be like, "All right, this is popping right now," but it ain't gonna be in two years. Man. My whole thing is, it's almost like um, they don't really love rap. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just cool to do. It's something to do. You can do it. It's so easy to get a studio in your house and record off your phone or do all that kind of shit. But they don't really love it. Like, I really love this shit. I used to walk fucking two miles just to go to fucking Blockbuster Video to fucking mm. buy a Source magazine. Because mm. I didn't know what was going on in hip-hop that month. And that was the mm. only way I could know. I, I would beg my mom for three bucks. Wasn't no internet yet. You had to read Source and It was XL a motherfucking... And- yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't the internet. I couldn't go. It wasn't that. It wasn't that easy accessible. So to find out what was going on in hip hop, you had to go get a magazine, and I would walk miles to go get that motherfucker. And the thing about that, the the, the highs and lows of that is, it was a great time, but it also you were fed what they gave you. Yeah. And I say that's the best part about today. Because mm-hmm. no one is telling us what to listen to. No, I wouldn't be we here. We listen to whatever the fuck we want to today. You got that type of freedom. I wouldn't be here if it was for that. Because like you say, it was a mm-hmm. lot of gatekeeping. And I remember like, you know, early 2000s when I was going out trying to get record deals and shit, they always would tell me like, you don't got the look. Mm-hmm. Like the music is good, but you don't got the look. That's when I had my fucked up teeth. They told me that for years. Nappy bro. ass braids. They like, and this this was the era of motherfuckers had muscles uh, and you know what I'm saying. Like, the 50 cent era. Yeah, they taking, yeah, they taking their shirt off. I'm, I'm I'm out here with the I got the fupa. I'm skinny. I'm looking like an African kid. Like save the save the kids type nigga. You know what I'm saying. I'm from Detroit. I'm straight living off food stamps and shit. You know. No, for sure. I get it. I get it, man. I'm like, like just give me a chance. It's it's one of them things where. Um, you know, it makes you stronger. You know, be, being from Houston, I'm cut from, you know, Slim Thug and Michael Watson, Chameleon mm-hmm. and them. Like, they, they their underground movement, how they was getting paper, you know what I'm saying? Just off the underground and all that shit. And like I tell everybody all the time, I'm an old young nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm cut from them, but I'm also, these young college kids love me. You know what I'm saying? So when I tell young niggas today the shit I had to go through, they can't believe it. And that's also why you have that independent spirit as well. Because you was able to see it. Like, I, I was can't, able like, to see only, it. Only way I was able to see it was people like Insane Clown Posse. People mm. that didn't look like me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, or yeah, didn't talk yeah. the shit that I wanted to talk. So I, I always thought that the only way I was going to be able to make you it before the internet came was fucking a major label. I mean, I literally fucking got, I feel like I got on off Twitter. Like it was Twitter pretty much in Austin, Texas. That's why I'm back in this motherfucker. <laughs> Austin made me South by Southwest. And, you know, yeah. just shit like that, man. But, you know, like I say, these motherfuckers don't really love rap, man. I used to fucking walk. I, I, I sound like that motherfucker. Like, you don't remember. I used to have to walk eight miles to school and some Chuck Taylors. But, yeah, I did. Bro, just even on a production level, you know, because I make beats. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the shit producers have today, y'all got Fruity Loops in these computers. And you we can do amazing things so AI. quickly. They and, got AI. Bro, you just drag the noises in this VST and yep. the beat is made for you. I remember when BSTs first came out, I was like, that's some bullshit. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Me too. Because I was like, these sounds sound all thin. These ain't no real horns. Mm-hmm. These ain't no real pianos. And that shit started getting gangsta. It's just, it's, yeah, no, no. It's not making it now. sound right. It's sound good now. What I realize <laughs> is that all those companies that, you know, make all the music equipment and shit, they realize that they can put out uh-huh. a fucking a MPC or whatever the fuck. And they can make it how they've been making it. 
but they, they they really trying to make all their money off the plugins and the PSTs yeah. and all that shit. So that's the, that's really where they putting all their efforts to besides the actual hardware. Tell everybody you want to see some some depressing shit like what they say on Boys in the Hood. Want to see a dead body? Go to Guitar Center and go to the keyboard section. It's just <laughs> not the same, bro. Like when I was like sixteen, it was NPCs mm-hmm. plugged up keyboards it'll be like 20 keyboards motifs and tritons and tritons and phantoms all plugged up you sitting there because you broke so you can't ever afford yeah, any of this shit you making the whole shit. nine <laughs> beats in guitar center hoping nobody still that shit that. i'm guilty of that you know what I'm just be a guitar center for hours just playing with shit today man. that is not the case man it's probably like three or four keyboards hooked up in that bitch and, and even now you don't even have to buy software you just go online and just download just the shit you know steal that shit which i would say is great it is great just to be a home but i hate it man my fucking that shit be racking up you look you look around like fuck i don't spend thousands of dollars in vsts and you gotta make a beat motherfucker. Well, one thing about it they you know people are smart so they didn't find ways to kind of trap you into buying that shit again because you can get cracks but for the most part some of these vsts won't even work through the cracks so mm-hmm. you have to steal they got them iLocks. Yeah, so I it's better to just buy that shit so they don't be crashing on your mid beat <laughs> type shit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I used to record on the fucking cracked ass Pro Tools. You'd be right in the middle of doing your ad lib track and it would just eh, 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 and just All stop right. on your ass. So, but that's <laughs> don't still, buy that shit, that's man. That's still some old school shit, man. All right, man. Next up, we got Ask Danny. Need some girl advice. I was in this relationship with a girl for four years and she was my best friend before we were together and during it. We still are to this day. Eventually this year, she said she wanted to break and we eventually started to break. I know basically nothing about the relationship considering this was the only one I ever been in. Oh, I know nothing about a relationship. All right. Long story short, do I actually believe this is a break and keep thoughts on her in the back of my head or do I just move on? Thanks. Sound like to me, she just wants some new dick. That's really what goes on sometimes. She's a little bit bored. You been... Ain't no such thing as a break. So yeah. how long are we doing this? Are we just breaking so you can just get some dick and then you come back to me? That's what you got to think, bro. Mm-hmm. Ain't no break. Yeah, ain't no break. She it ain't no break. She just wants to just uh get some. She want to play the quick. field. She want to play the field real quick and decide, you know, and and, and see how shitty guys are and be and realize she got a good man and take come it, back to your ass. Take it from somebody who been through that. Yeah, I went through that in what oh five with the girl I had. We was together since she was what she was fifteen. I was seventeen. We had been together through high school all the way up till she got to college. When she got to college, she started seeing them sexy niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she started seeing them niggas that's in step, stepping, you know what I'm saying? Them cues and shit. She started seeing them sexy niggas. And my fat ass, I'm talking about, yeah, I'm going to be a rapper one day. I'm going to be really turned up. I'm be, and she's like, yeah, that's cool, man. But your rapper ain't rappering right now. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, she ain't say it like that. You know, when a girl really got feelings for you, she gonna lie to you and try to, you know, ease the blow. But yeah, she's like, yeah, I just think we need to, you know, just a break. Just a break. Yeah. Don't but fall at least, for that you know, shit. But at least, though, I will say that she came to you had the conversation because she a bitch is just cheated on me. Hey, man, I, I, I put it like this, man. 
I guess you gotta look at it. They do got a little respect for you. It's the break. You, you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta just be mad and accept it. Yeah, because she being one hundred. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't gonna lie. It's that. It's that theory that uh, most most men that are a piece of shit that treat women bad. They just got they got cheated on in high school or some shit. And now they fucking forty years old, still fucking out here living like dogs. And hey. there's some truth to that shit, man. That bitch hurt you, man. You don't know what to think, man. I swear to God, I was going through it. In man. my bedroom, crying like a little bitch, man, in fucking high school and shit. Man, I, to me, I feel like it's two levels as a as a man when you, that you hit with women. You got the level where, you know, you're a normal guy and you're fucking normal bitches or probably ugly bitches or whatever bitches you can get as a normal guy. And then you become someone in life. And I don't mean you have to be famous or nothing. It's just you find out what your purpose in life is. You become more financially stable and all that. And once that comes into your life, you hit a new confidence with yourself. And then you start dealing with different kinds of bitches then. You know what I'm saying? And when you hit that level, that's where every guy should strive to become because that guy that just answered that question, if he was in that area of his life, mm-hmm. he wouldn't even ask you that. Yeah, Because be you're looking at it like a break. Uh, oh, bitch, it's lit. It's you know lit. who the fuck I am? <laughs> a break, bitch. A you break. know who the fuck I am? All right, bitch. You, you I'm break. like a break. It's you lit, broke, bitch. No. What? You broke. It's going down. Yeah, you done broke. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Straight up, yeah. So yeah, a break. You know what I'm saying? That's um, that's just that's just a um, polite way of breaking a up with you. That's all that is. Way. Break is breaking up. And what's know? crazy is, as a woman, she really meant that. She really mean like she want a break. She really meant that. She wants to because women need clear consciences. They need to be able to do it freely. She's not a cheater. She mm-hmm. just want to be able to go get yeah. some dick conscious free. So she really want to go fuck some other niggas real quick. And come back to you in about like seven, eight months. I ain't with that. So fuck you gotta sit bitch. there and think: Is that something you do? You really want to fuck with that bitch? After you ain't that? coming back to me with no tampered pussy. Nah, man. it's over with. The seal has yeah. been broken. Once you know another dick went in there, it's over, it's bitch. It's a done deal. It's over. All it's right, it's a done deal. Trifling assholes, bitches. <laughs> All right, next up. <laughs> Made us real fucking mad. <laughs> yeah, because I, I feel him. I feel his pain. I've been there. I've been man. there. I've been there. Ask Danny. Success in the music industry. What's up, Danny? Huge fan of the show. Genuine follower of your music for the last decade. Love that joint you did with Darky Freaker. Shots out, Darky Freaker. Wanted to ask, how do you feel? Is it possible to break into the music industry these days? It's sustainable through just playing shows slash making records, word of mouth. Or do you have to invest your own money into a PR, et cetera? What, what streams of revenue are worthwhile? Just wanted to ask a musician itself. And any peers of medium tier slash any success are all affluent rich. Best mark. All right. I would say my best thing to say is you already thinking too far. You know, mm-hmm. thinking about how to, the best thing you can possibly do is, you know, you know that theory. If you build it, they will come. So work on your music and get as good as the shit that you possibly can. And before you know it, motherfuckers would just be coming to you. You wouldn't have to be thinking about how to break into the music industry or Playing sure. shows and word of mouth. I'm pretty sure B King could tell you that shit, man. He's he's hey, a man. fucking living legend of, of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, man, you gotta look at it's a social media driven world we in mm-hmm. right now. And Instagram, every post you make is a commercial for yourself. So you have to find out what will make people follow you. People follow people who give them something that they don't have. I have to follow your page so I can be tuned in to this because 
this helps me get through my day or this entertains me or this makes me feel good when I see a post from this person. You have to figure out what your thing is that make people want to gravitate towards you. Yeah, because it's way easier you know what than what it was. I mean, motherfucker, I used to have to get on a fucking Greyhound with a bag full of CDs. Like, that's what I'm saying. You, you know, I love the rap. But you know what's crazy? I was talking to my girl about that the other day. I was like, the CD game was whack, but it was dope because it was all about your work ethic. Mm -hmm. Even if you was trash, if you passed out 5,000 CDs on a college campus, people was going to know your whack ass song. <laughs> it's, it, it's called work. It's inevitable. Like People were going to find out who you were, even if you were trash. Today, it's not about the music. People have to come to your social media based off something completely else now. People have to think you're a character or you're sexy or maybe you're ugly enough to be viral or you got to be something else. Then mm -hmm. the music is secondary. So I was like, I was trying to figure out what's the disconnect? What What's something? What's the new CDs? Because how could you, what's the new version of passing out CDs? Posting. <laughs> that's, that's it. But posting is, it, it's not the same. No, it's not. But the difference is, too, though, we're able to see these people and kind of get a feel and know who they are. Mm -hmm. They've been so many times, like back then, you would get a fucking, you would just get some shit and you'd be like, this shit fire. You ain't even know how these motherfuckers you look. You ain't know nothing. I, I just remember when we in Austin, like how South by Southwest and Texas Relays used to be. It would be CDs all over mm -hmm. Sixth Street. I, I remember that. You, you couldn't walk on the streets. You're stepping on glass and it, CDs everywhere. People who put thousands of dollars in the CDs and all that. But I never was like that. My whole career, if a fan gave me a CD on Sixth Street, I'd put it in my backpack. And I would go to the hotel. It'd be like 50 CDs in my backpack. And I would get on live or something. Uh, what was going on back then? Vine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Vine, uh, motherfucking... Uh, uh, Periscope on Twitter, uh, Instagram Live back then, and I would listen to all the CDs on live. You know I'm what I'm saying? Just shit, to, man. Because yeah. I, I, you pass me a CD, man. If it's good, I'll be like, oh yeah, this shit tight. But I ain't listening for good. I want to hear some <laughs> fucked up shit. Where I'll be like, oh shit, I want to be able to laugh. I want some entertainment. Like, this motherfucker really made this dumb ass shit? Hey, hey on God. <laughs> hey, let's be 100. I kept them CDs to see if they were trash. Too. Yeah, that's my whole point. I want to hear some trash I want to hear some whack. Like, what are you? Whoa, what, what made you think you should rap? Yeah, I, 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 so I, I'm, I'm really a piece of shit when it comes to that. Like, motherfucker oh, give me a CD shit. or something. I always wanted to hear some fucked up shit. It's been a few times, though, where I've gotten a CD. And I've been like, oh, no, I heard this a shit's song. Amazing. I heard a song that was so fucking trash and fucked up. I'm not gonna name the song because I feel that'd be disrespectful. But my dog, Sergeant J, my little brother, he make beats, man. He uh he produced the song uh Busted for Erica Banks. No, you know I know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm yeah, Sergeant fire. J. Yeah, like ever since he was a youngster, we would all go to South by South. He would come to South by Southwest with me. He'd bring his PS3 or four, whatever was out of the time, and hook it up in the hotel, and we would just Walk down Sixth Street and shit, and we got this CD. It was so fucking trash. It was so trash that we made it an annual thing for us every South by Southwest to make fun of this song. <laughs> we, we first heard it in like 2016, and ever since then, we make it a a thing to talk about this whack ass song around March every year. <laughs> but even now, I mean, just I mean, it's not really like a bad thing in that sense. Like that's what be going viral. If you look at like that Island Boy song, that wasn't like motherfuckers like that shit. They laughed at that shit, and that's what made the shit go viral. And some I shit. put it like this: You got a song like uh, "Sexy Red Pound Town," 
Yeah. She did that <laughs> shit like that on purpose. Motherfuckers love that yeah, shit. Yeah, she did that shit like that on purpose. How you like, man, who is this whack bitch? What is this bullshit? And the shit, you got to take Keith on the beat. So it is strategically planned. Like, mm -hmm. that shit wasn't on accident. You heard her, my booty hole brown. She did that shit on purpose so she can get to ski. Yeah. She like, when I, I, I gotta get your attention shit, so you can hear Ski Eat. When I first heard that you shit, I couldn't believe I'm like, I know for goddamn well she ain't right this shit. Oh, no. Nah. That was just nah. some freestyle. That was like. When I heard that, I'm a goofy damn fool too. So when I heard I say, beautifully executed. <laughs> beautifully executed. Because you got every ratchet bitch attention so that you can drop that Ski Because that's the motherfucker. Mm -hmm. That's the hit for real. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's just undeniable. So can she you know really rap? I I um to me she really raps for her lane. Okay. Now I'm not gonna put her in a lyricist category, just like a lot of people won't put me in a lyricist mm -hmm. category. Even though I can rap, no one cares about hearing B King rap. Just make a bitch pop that pussy, mm -hmm. and I think she does what she does very well. Her, her vocal range, how she get on these beats. And, like it's, she sound like how a ratchet bitch talk when she project her voice. When ratchet hoes project their voice, that's how she sound. And that's why they loving this shit. And I really think it's it's just becoming more of, um, you know, women are finally getting, you know, women in the hood, you know, they finally mm -hmm. getting people that they can identify with. Like Cardi, B, these, Cardi B kicked that dough down. Yeah. But even her, her she, she looked too good. It's almost like you don't look like me though. Like hey, you still, on God. And, you know what and, I'm saying? And you know what I say that in the social media era, that's what happened too. It all has to make sense. Mm -hmm. All that studio gangster fake shit. It was easier in the '90s, early 2000s, because people didn't really know your lifestyle. You could just pop up out of nowhere and, and say you did shit and all that. Now today, it's more of a if you making ratchet bitch music, you need to be ugly. Yeah, if you need to be a ratchet bitch. You need to be an ugly ratchet ass. Oh, I don't believe you. Yeah, you look like you're from the hood. You know what I'm saying? You know? Like it, yeah. But you know yeah, she saying? she so, definitely got it. She got a fucking she getting oh, no. good reviews for that album and everything. Shout out I to was Six like, Red. That, that's the homie. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to get on this album. She just she just had a lot going on. She's cracking <laughs> up. God damn it! Yeah, Who man, knew if you could just up. say my booty hole brown? You can just hey, be man. Cracking. Oh, God damn it. All right. My booty hole, Danny Brown. That's the remix. Ain't got... <laughs> what the fuck? Pause. What the fuck? All right. We jumped to some white people shit now. Uh, we, got, we done went too far in the hood. Hey. All right. You know what I'm saying? White people shit. Kissing on dogs. Danny, one time me and my white friend went over to our black friend house for a barbecue. Mark had a little pug named Brick. Oh, yeah. Mark the black friend. Oh, no. Brian. All right. Whatever. Because Brick, that's a black nigga name. That's a, that's a, that's a black nigga dog. I don't so know. Like a right. While we were there, Mark picked Brick up and started giving him little kisses and whatnot. Brown Grandma saw this and said something about how white people always be kissing their dogs. I know you and Ditto are tight as fuck. So my question is, is kissing your dog white people shit? Alex from Birmingham. No, man. I wouldn't say kissing dogs is white people shit. I know, you know, they always try to put that on. But I love my dog. I definitely kiss my dog. I just think it's all about are you an animal lover? It's different type of animal lovers out here. Look at my face. That is white people shit. <laughs> Danny Brown just love his dog like a white man. <laughs> that is white people shit. Yeah, so I ain't never seen none of my black partners kissing their pit bulls in the mouth. <laughs> dog, I actually seen the day. Did you see that video of the motherfucker in Houston with the raccoon? Yeah, I saw that shit. Dog, man, that, that shit. shit was fucked up, man. Like, oh, this 
think I had a raccoon, like really, like that motherfucker was a chihuahua or something. Like honestly, I can't even relate. I absolutely fucking hate dogs. So you know, yeah. Yeah, you ain't gonna be able to find that shit. That shit was like some real yeah. hood viral shit. But man, um, yeah. you you ain't the pet guy, huh? Hell no. I hate animals. I hate them. That don't sound good for Peter. But you know what? I don't want to kill them or hurt them. I'm not the nigga shooting at dogs and animals, you know what I'm saying? It's just keep that motherfucker out of my house before you start fucking up my allergies. I'll be honest with you. Like, if I was single and I lived by myself, like, most of my pets, you know, they came from, you know, being in relationships and shit like that. Cause, but the only thing is about that is I just feel like I'm too irresponsible to be caring for an animal by myself in that sense. And... I'm I'm I get too attached. Motherfucking dogs, they die. They die in like, like ten years or some shit. Like <laughs> you be sitting like, around crying like a bitch about your dog and shit like that, man. You gonna yeah. be like DMX rapping about the same dog for ten years. Rest in peace, Boomer. Man, so like I, that shit. Yeah, I'm 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 good on animals, man. Like, so yeah, I just get attached. Like Ditto, you know, Ditto been going through her thing, man. We had to spend so much money to keep her alive and shit. And it's just been every day, man. Like you know, you see, I see something. She make a noise a little wrong. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, what I'm uh-huh. saying my heart get to beating fast and shit like that. So Ditto is crazy though, man. I love that dog, man. I can't. For sure. You know, I can't imagine life without her. To be honest, man. So that's how. Pray I for up, my baby, man. That's how I feel about candy. I love soft patch kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? BK, you in shape uh, now, man. You can't uh, be thinking about the candy nah, no more. I ain't, I ain't in shape. I'm just a little smaller. You look, you know a, what you look since I, the last time I saw your ass, you look amazing, bro. I was you plump be, as fuck when we was hanging out back in the day. That was in our demon time days. You, you know should what I'm be proud of yourself, brother. Don't nah, you for know? sure. I am. I don't down talk it. You know, it's um that shit ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? When you know, when you in your late 30s, you're kind of setting your ways. You've mm-hmm. been eating how you've been eating your whole life and and I just got tired of being tired on stage. And you know what I'm saying? The older we get, our bodies start doing a little dumb shit. Mm-hmm, exactly. I just be chilling in the studio and my heart beating fast as fuck. And I'm not doing nothing. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I don't think I'm finna die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like little dumb shit start happening until you hit them late 30s. Your teeth start falling out. Like, dumb shit. So I'm just like, man, let me just start eating better. And it, it make you stop snoring. It gives you more energy, you more positive, your brain is working better, you you know what I'm saying? I just start hitting the weights and just uh eating one time a day. So for all the big fellas, so that would be your advice for all the big fellas out there. That for was- all the big dudes, you, you, it's it's I don't try to preach to big guys because for the most part a big person don't want to hear that. Of course they want to lose weight and be healthier, but you got to really want to do that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it will not be easy. You can get started and then you'll plateau after maybe two or three months and then you'll gain it back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you really have to, something has to motivate you. And it comes uh, back fast too. Come back way faster than you lose it. You know what I'm saying? So most um, big guys, it's probably going to be a woman that's going to motivate them. Yeah. A woman is going to break their heart or something or you're going to not be able to fit in some car or <laughs> something. Well, like Nutty Professor, he was just... Mm-hmm. I'm finna find a potion, you know what I'm saying? So it's, but for the most part, man, mine was just this looking better on Instagram, man, just for my likeness. I, like people love my crazy ass shirts and I want the shirts to look better on me, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I want to be able to 
perform at a festival for an hour outside. That shit get real. You Hell know. Hell yeah, out here. You know. Shit get real after that after that fifth song and you just like. <sighs> One of the hottest shows ever played. Y'all make that? some noise real quick. What is that? Y'all got Houston <laughs> Press? What is it called? Yeah, uh, Free Press. Yeah, free I played press. that. You'll pass out. I died. You'll pass I'm talking out. about Lily died. And I'm not that a shit shirt. almost killed me. Free I'm press. not a shirt taking off motherfucker. I had to had take to. my shirt off on that motherfucker. I'm up there looking like a Cambodian kid. Them, that, that, shit was, <laughs> that shit was crazy. Them festivals make you... It, it show if you really a performer. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not like venues and shit. It's 10,000 people out there. So the amount of energy you have to have for those people for the whole show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get around that fourth song, you know, and you come out there lit because everybody lit because you, you singing oh, that know. shit word for word. And then after a while, you just like, y'all make some noise, please. Because <laughs> I can't no more. <laughs> Because as much as I love touring, as much as I love touring, man, but it get real. That goddamn hour and thirty minute set get real. What the fuck, man? Especially like, outside. You have no idea. Like, it get I, real. how do you rap for an hour and thirty minutes? Like, but you learn. You, 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 you got to do what you got to do. You learn how to breathe. To right. me, forty five minutes is my sweet spot. Thirty minutes, forty five. That's great. That's I can, great. I turn up. I, I demolish <laughs> you in forty minutes. Forty minutes. We gonna. I'm gonna demolish that stage. But yo. that hour and thirty. Kills me, like even and, my, um, and, and then you got to start performing them songs that they don't know as much as the first forty minutes. Yeah, exactly. So now it's just like, all right, man, these these songs back here, these kind of the you got to start reaching in the catalog. <laughs> now, like even my last my, my last solo tour I did, I I was like, I'm not doing one thirty. I have to. I'm just doing an hour. I can't do one thirty. I fucking I'm a, I can't. But that was I was I was drinking a lot then, and I was oh, you yeah. know. So it was all planned. When you mix substances in it and alcohol. alcohol you gonna be hung over the next day, type shit. Yeah, all and day. All that. yeah, that was me. That was me. Now with this, we're going back out on the road with my boy Peggy. So, um, but we playing an hour and thirty. But the, the 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 good thing is, it's two of us. Hey, one thing about it, you stay out there for two hours for that money. The money, yeah. the money be so good. <laughs> we work through our problems. Yeah, definitely. We work through our. Problems. I gotta go play you know hour. I gotta go go play hour next week. It's, it is mm-hmm. what it is, you know. But you know. I'm 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 happy. One thing that I learned, you know, just being sober and shit, man, and what I miss about being on stage, I just realized how therapeutic it is for me. You know, it's, it's almost, real love. They really love you. It's almost like my another form of therapy. After you haven't been out on the road or been out doing shows at the loud, then you do one and then you just feel that mm-hmm. energy of mother you feel appreciated for something. It's crazy. It ain't even gotta be a show. It could be a maybe you just been really just shut in, dealing with life or whatever you're going through. And you just decide to maybe go out somewhere or just go and just have fun and just seeing them fans walking up on you wanting pictures. And you be like, damn, right, people still love yeah, me, man. People yeah, it's like, you're right. Like, you know it don't matter saying? what. And even like when you're on yeah. that stage for that hour or, or whatever, you know, it's like all your problems are gone from life. Mm-hmm. For that moment in time, you can just be free and just have a good time. And it's just I so. I tell everybody, people. I really miss that. People who really love it, they up there. Doing different shit every night. It's not scripted so much for people who really love it. You up there just talking to them people like you. The show you getting is not the show Atlanta getting. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's how y'all making me feel today. You know what I'm saying? It's you know so I guess I, I love that stage too. All right, so we're, up. we're jumping to another white person shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Danny, I got some rich white people shit for you. The opera. I'm sure there are some genuine opera fans out there, but I feel like half the people who go to opera aren't there because they like it. It's because it's what you do when you're white and you get a bit of money. It's like a meetup spot for rich white people. What do you think? 
Darren. Yeah, I think the opera is definitely some um, rich white people shit. But I want I love rich people shit. I want to be rich and do rich people shit. So I would definitely pull up to the opera. I'm pretty sure a lot of deals and, you know, connects was made at the opera, you know? I just feel left out. I've never been to an opera in my I've life. And I'm a rich nigga. I want to go do rich nigga shit. And we got the... And uh, I want to do rich white people shit. So I want to go to the opera now. And back home in Detroit, we got the uh, Detroit Opera House, where they do that shit every weekend. It's some big, crazy opera shit. And you actually, like, if you, um you know, drive past there when they when they got a show, you actually, you see the cars pulling up. Hmm, fucking mm-hmm. Bentleys and Maybacks and all that shit. You see the type of motherfucker. So yeah, I would love to mingle amongst those rich white folk. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I want to go to the opera now. Get some get some ideas. I know the music is kind of trash, but um, you know it is what it is. Oh, oh fuck that shit. Let's just watch it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, see that jumps right into uh, the, the technology context we're talking about. Cause my thing is that's why I won't buy no new games. Yeah, I just watch you, somebody I, beat I, it on see, YouTube. See, man. I was just about to say that you fucked me up with that shit. You was the first motherfucker I ever heard say that shit. I was talking to your ass one yeah. day when we was chilling, and I'm like, yeah, you don't play games and shit. You like, man, why the fuck I play a game? I could just watch the ending on YouTube. Watch somebody, and it was like, what the fuck? Watch Who, somebody do a whole walkthrough, a whole walkthrough for nine hours. Watch it all week. And just, then I was like, what the. <laughs> Fuck it, then I started doing that shit sometimes. Now I don't even be beating games half the time sometimes. Sometimes I get on the game, I get in the tough spot, be like, fuck it, man. What the fuck happened, man? I don't like, give a fuck, man. Why? I, follow, I don't follow the story, man. You can fuck watch it. somebody that's way better than you. But you literally <laughs> was the first person I ever heard say that shit. You fuck, we was walking around the gallery. I remember this shit like yesterday. You I remember like, when my daughters were very young. They would get on YouTube every day and just watch other kids play with toys all day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I ain't even got to buy shit. <laughs> Such artists watch other little white kids play with the shit. Like, <laughs> the fuck am I want to buy toys for? But get I you think, an iPad for Christmas and watch that, other kids. But ain't the whole point of the, of, the, of the toy shit is almost like a review to make the kid want the toy no, they sell? you watch this shit. These videos be having hundreds of M's on. I know, I know. I'm just it. kids playing with frozen toys and Disney toys and this shit will fuck me up. And it's and it's adults. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Hi, how are you doing? And they just talking and just getting paid. Dog, that shit is a it's crazy world. And you know, even the kids that's behind like this I've 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 seen this one fucking YouTube channel. I remember I was at my boy crib and his kids was watching this shit. And he was like, these little kids, they was like Power Rangers or some shit, making like whole episodes. They was like, and these motherfuckers was ripped, like had six packs doing ninja moves and shit. It was like they own like self-produced shit. Like, I'm like, what yes. the fuck? And you know, and you at the end of the day, you know they had some fucking crazy parents behind that shit oh, making yeah. them do that shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And that shit had so many fucking views. I don't know what the fuck that shit was. I literally but. watch YouTube every night to go to sleep. I watch so yeah, many different different worlds of youtube i watch ratchet ass shit i watch movie reviews mm-hmm. i watch um another one of my favorite uh movie reviews uh, to- uh double toasted yeah they out here in austin here, too yeah, yeah I, I, i've never met them no i'm a big fan of them i was on there you one gotta time. put me down with them yeah, too yeah. i've never met uh was it gary cory 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 yeah. gary cory like yeah like yeah you need to pull up over here too yeah i love the double toasted you know what i'm saying and um i watch um watch mojo and they top 10 countdowns and all that i watch it so much prim's hood cinema review oh that's my nigga he's an all-star yeah he's an all-star you all the same shit my nigga, you man. You want to say shit about even? Bro, I don't let about him do, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And even certain, like, uh, <laughs> I find myself, like, when certain, like, TV shows come out and shit, and instead of just watching the whole season, you can just, like, watch an hour breakdown. 
You know what I'm saying? You fuck me up with this shit, shit man. I blame reviews, you for this shit, bro. man. I really blame you for like this shit. Like when them power episodes leaked. <laughs> you ain't even gotta watch YouTube. the season. You ain't gotta watch the season. Just watch a fucking hour breakdown. You done watch the whole season right there. And then they give you like conspiracy theories about this shit, why they did this, why they did that. I watched one about the Sopranos. Like, what no, the fuck? It's motherfuckers who sit there and analyze everything. I watched the whole hour video about the story of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. From I, Mortal Kombat I love 1 those. all the way up to 11. They got a Metal Gear Solid one that's like five hours. Yeah, a Grand Theft Auto one that's like four hours. That I think amazing. it's the same nigga making them too. Yeah, yeah, that shit is amazing. <laughs> all right, we almost up out of here. Um, let's, uh, yeah. let's spin the wheel one time. Let's see if we can get lucky. Spin the motherfucking wheel. LaCroix, we've been on this before. Goddamn fucking Zolo. You ain't take LaCroix off, man. We've we done this before, man. Just give me a second one. Fuck LaCroix. We in, we in Texas, man. It's about that, that, that ramble and vintage stores. Okay. Now, B-King, I know you ain't going to like this one. Cause What's up? You, you be like them clothes stinking, all that shit. What? What you mean? Thrifting. Are you Thrifting? a... My girl into it. Yeah. She into it. And she be coming out fly. I be like, man, where you find that shit at? Thrifting. Yeah, man, that's my whole shit is um, me personally with thrifting, you know, that's my shit. I actually, my daughter was here. She went thrifting. Um, it's just, you know, you find, sometimes you want to go shopping and you just know what you're looking for. There's some gems. With thrifting, you don't know what, you never know what you're going to get. And it's almost like, it's like a rush. It's like a high. To find some fire shit for dirt cheap. You like oh, what? I paid four dollars for this t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. Or, you know, just online thrifting where it's like certain pieces. I bought some five dollar ice skates with no <laughs> when they had no blades in them. And this cause it was five dollars. And I was like, man, give me this shit. That's different. Because they was yellow right and there. they looked cool. I was like, man, I have never ice skated in my life. I just bought them though. But for the most part, it's like certain pieces. That you know you can't just go buy. You can't find it. Like me, my my, I always wanted a polo ski jacket. Ever since I was a kid, I couldn't afford that shit. I couldn't get that shit. And you so know the, I, the real gyms at uh, thrift stores is going in the back where the furniture is. Yeah, no, I mean what it is is when you. When I you, got some couches in my studio that I've had since 2015. They came from the thrift store. When you plugged in though, like like me with certain thrifters and shit, like they they. They just hit me up. Mm. Like, oh, we got you this. a fucking thrift plug. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. You get plugs for them. And when they get some shit in or something, they just hit me up. Like, we got this, we got this, we got this. And you cop when you want to cop or, you know. Or sometimes some motherfuckers, are just they know what I fuck with. They just send that mm-hmm. shit to me and I got to pay their ass later type shit. It's so. a piece of furniture that's in 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 the my uh my living room in the front of the house. It came from a thrift store. I feel like that's some black people shit. And people and just like, what the fuck? It looks like some Bruce Wayne type shit. Yeah. You know what store. thrift and furniture is for black people when a motherfucker get put out and they, <laughs> and they shit just be in front of the house and shit. My grandma was the king of that shit. You drive past a motherfucker got put out like, oh shit, that coffee table look oh, nice. Oh God. The you glass gotta go ain't back. broke. All now right. you now you carrying that bitch back. You you damn near stealing at that point. You know what I'm oh, saying? God. But that's black people thrifting right there, motherfuckers. Motherfucker just you got put out, they going to get your motherfucking recliners and shit. They're going to get it before you get it. Yeah, definitely, You ain't man. even came home and seen it outside yet. So, BK, man, thank you, brother, man. You my brother. Thank you. So good to see your ass, man. We go man. back. Dog. Yes, sir. We yes, definitely got to hang out again when we got some more time and shit, man. But, um, we got to make a sober song. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I don't know who it was in the front. He gave me this shit. I said, I want some water. He said, here you go. 
I said, what the fuck is this? I thought it was a whole goddamn beer. <laughs> Liquid death. I was like, what the fuck? Shouts out to Liquid Death. Shit right. good, too. We love y'all motherfuckers. We up out here, man. Have a good one. Peace out.